You know, I really like Michael Letts. I like his organization. It's called investusa.org. And what they do is they supply bulletproof vests to law enforcement officers. I'm always stunned by the fact that there's even a shortage. But, you know, with all these budget cuts and states that, that don't always believe in the blue, you know, people like Michael Letts are heroes, really. They're saving lives. Michael, it's good to have you here today. How are you? Always a privilege to be on your gym and uh, been a great, great week. Yeah. Things are, I believe America is waking up very rapidly. I'll say. Now, he, uh, Michael is a, a former Special Forces, also a law enforcement officer, and he lives in the great state of South Carolina. And you witnessed what you predicted. You were right. And you said that the people of South Carolina have spoken and they don't want Nikki. Isn't it amazing that she's continuing her... Uh, what's the motive? Everybody's asking, why is she doing this? There's no way that she could get anywhere. Why Why is she continuing well, to run? Two things. First of all, Nikki's always been about Nikki, as I mentioned before. Second of all, this is her final venue to raise any additional dollars from Democrats. There are no Republican dollars headed her way. And she's using the opportunity for the Democrats to use her to beat up Trump a little bit longer before yeah. she has to bow out of the race. But I think the Democrats are seeing now that it's not being effective, and you'll know they're starting to cut their funding from her as well. Yeah. Once they realize that her message is not being heard, they'll turn it off in a heartbeat. And I feel bad for her in a way. She'll have to go back to South Carolina with her tail between her legs. I mean, it's got to be kind of embarrassing, really. Yeah, and this really, I think it's interesting because when she started off the campaign, you remember, I've lost a race. Of course, she's only been in two races, but I've never lost a race. I'm not going to lose this one. You know, we're going to take this country by storm. Well, she's fixing to get a major loss, but she positioned herself in such a way that uh, she's alienated just about everybody else. I'm not so sure she has any political future. That's yeah. the sad part about it. I mean, I think in another reality, she might have been a, a, a decent, of course, now that I know more about her, I'm glad it won't happen. But, you know, I, I, I would have seen Trump might have picked her as a vice president candidate, running mate, but not anymore. And the other thing, just what you're saying before this, before people really got to know, she had a perception that she was a conservative and could have had an opportunity to run for something else. Yeah. But I think now that her true colors have come out, she's going to have a hard time uh, overcoming this one for in the future down the road. Yeah, yeah. Um, Marianne Williamson is back in the race, for those who don't know. She scored 3% in Michigan, and I think there were over 100, 120,000 people in Michigan, Democrats, who voted not uncommitted, which was a huge slap in the face to Biden. And I think, Michael, and I want to get to the crux of, of why we have you on today, the number one issue right now in America that, that Americans are concerned about is our immigration immigration problem at the border. And, and, and it's not just about illegals from South America or Venezuela coming in. It's not just about this poor Georgia student who got killed, uh, attacked viciously by a Venezuelan. It's also very much about China's influence, and I just a quick second here, Gordon Chang, who uh, very much often speaks out about the looming threat of China, had this to say about our southern border. 
border, we are seeing Chinese soldiers come across. And really what we're talking about is China putting together the infrastructure in the U.S. to attack the U.S. So clearly we've got to secure that border or we're going to be fighting on our own soil. Perhaps thousands of soldiers, Chinese soldiers in our country taking target practice, practicing to kill Americans. And it's interesting, there's a book out by Peter Schweitzer this week that talks about the fentanyl connection with China and, and, uh, and the cartels. Now, Michael, put all this together for us. This is more dire than most Americans realize, isn't it? It is extremely dire. We have over 40,000 Chinese soldiers in America right now. You've got connecting dots. You've got the administration. The Chinese put billions of dollars into that administration, millions personally into the Bidens themselves. And so they didn't do that for free, Jim. They're expecting a return on the dollar. What is that return? First of all, their main character was to have an open border. Why is that? Because they wanted to hurt the American populace by bringing in fentanyl. Now, remember, they provide all the vehicles for fentanyl, so they make a killing off of it. They have established a partnership with the drug lords, partnership for the drug lords to carry it through. They would buy the uh, chemicals from China as making a killing. So all that money that they're putting in the administration, they're getting back and then some in a handsome return. So they've been putting fentanyl out, killing all of our young people. You have them that created the COVID-19 vaccine, or not vaccine, COVID-19 virus mm -hmm. in the Wukong labs. Mm -hmm. And they had the again, pressured the U.S. government through the Biden administration to make forced vaccinations. We see that those vaccinations are killing people left and right. I mean, we don't didn't realize how bad the vaccines were, and we forced everybody to take them. Yeah. So they've uh, weakened our military, uh, destroyed a certain segment of our responders. They've also established police stations, 13 of them that we've reported on your station before, across the country, and it's for the purpose of gathering intel and keeping their dissidents in line, okay? Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of people from China that have come over here that are critical of the Chinese government, and they want to make sure that that doesn't get public. Done that, they've also got labs, biochemical labs. We've discovered 12 biochemical labs to date so far. When we went into these labs, they had everything from typhoid, mm. um, area, other viruses we haven't identified yet. And you know how easy it is to release that in a major population, wipe out half a million people overnight? Uh, pretty easy. And that is, that is there right now. Now you say, what is behind all this? Well, let's look at the facts. China has very clearly said, we want Taiwan. Not we want Taiwan. We think we want Taiwan. Mm. You're interfering with our affairs. What has Biden said? This is the one thing he's taking a position on. If you go after Taiwan, we will militarily intervene. So all China has to do now is say, okay, we're going after Taiwan tomorrow. By the way, we have all these labs. We have soldiers there. So you can just turn your head the other way and let us do what we say we're going to do anyway. Or you can oppose us, and all hell is going to break loose in your Now, we're in a horrible position today if that occurs. We are behind the eight ball, and that is extremely concerning for our security, and that is what we have been crying out, and nobody is really picking up the mantle 
They're not arguing that the facts are there. They just don't know what to do about it. Well, quite frankly, I know what to do about it, but we're trying to get people to listen right now, Jim. Have you heard that, uh, before I ask you this question, you know, my son is 25, 24, soon to be 25, and he is not into politics. In fact, it frustrates him because he sees that all of us adults are acting like it's the end of the world. And I said to him, well, you know, I know that you don't want to involve yourself with politics, but you realize that if Biden wins, there's a good chance we're probably going to be going to war in Europe, and there's an even better chance that you're going to get drafted. So if you can ignore it if you want to, but it's not going to ignore you. That's the old saying, ignore politics all you want, but it's not going to ignore you. Do you think that with the, the mayhem here at home and now overseas with Macron, French uh, president saying that he's willing to put boots on the ground in Ukraine, Putin came out not uh, long ago saying that if that's the case, uh, it's World War III as far as I'm concerned. Do you think that it's likely that if Biden were to win that the draft, that we would go to war, that we would be in World War III? I don't think there's any question. I think right now we're headed towards World War III unless we have a strong leader that can intervene. The only one on the horizon that can do that is Trump. Uh, Because right now they see no leadership out of Biden. They see that China is going to control American interests and we pose no threat to Europe. And so if they don't get what they want, if they have some of these minor countries, I'll call France minor. France is not a, a, a USSR or China or, or an America. Yeah. And so if they get these flies swatting at them, they will swat back. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then anybody that wants to get into the fray, welcome to do so. But they will expect that we will sit out and probably will because of the fact that China will control what we do. And uh, and now we have these weird we have this fire in Texas. I'm not sure if I've heard anybody say what caused it. Maybe lightning. I don't know, but it's sure. Uh, a lot of livestock. There was a, a cow farm also, I think, in either Texas or Missouri or somewhere. It seems like there's these. Uh, we had the power grid failure. Now we have United Healthcare, which is under a cyber attack. It seems like these are all practice runs. Do you get that feeling? They are all controlled by China. This is nothing but habitats, all heavily planned out. And here's what is so sad, just like the balloons that flew over the country. Yeah. They've mapped what they need to do. We have taken no aggressive response. Another to say, no, no, don't do that again. Um, and because of that, they're just walking all over American interests. And we are on a time bomb. It is already set. It is going to go off. It's a matter of when, and it's a matter of whether we decide to be smart enough to defuse it now and get rid of it or watch it explode. Mm. we got about 20 seconds left. We're hearing that members of the Senate on the Democrat side say that if Trump were to win the election, that they would challenge it and they would, they would not agree with it. So what that tells me is that they want to do the very thing that they're charging Trump with doing, which is... And overthrowing yeah. an election. Isn't that the strangest thing? <laughs> what I'm laughing at, Jim, is that's what the Democrats always do. They always blame you for what they're doing. <laughs> All right. Well, Michael, we're out of time, but I thank you for stopping by. It's always a pleasure. I wish you well. Thanks again. InvestUSA.org is his organization. Michael Letts, that's what's two T's, and it's an honor to have you. And thank you for serving your country, sir. Thank you, Jim. God bless you. God bless America. 